This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Before we jump into our topic for this week, can we do like a brief chat just, just sure. real quick? Sure. Um, so a little peek behind the curtain. We are recording this a little bit after July 4th. Um, have you noticed at all through your social media page that people are going hard this year on Halloween starts the day after July 4th? I have definitely noticed it, and I don't know if it's... So it could be one of two things, right? Yeah. Thing number one. Actually, I guess it could be four things. Yeah, we'll stick with three. All right. Okay. It could be A, that people, like you said, just this year they woke up and they're like, fuck it. After 4th of July is Halloween, let's get there. Yeah. There's option number two, which is that this summer has been so aggressively hot. That yeah. people are already just like fondly thinking of a, the next cool, <laughs> that cool fall holiday. Yeah. Or option three, these people have always existed. They've always been posting this content, but it was only in the last year of me routinely unfollowing and blocking people that annoyed me on Facebook <laughs> that they have like risen in the <laughs> in the I'm content. Thinking- I'm thinking it's a mix of all three. I think there's a there's been like a running joke the past few years that Halloween gets earlier and earlier every year. Yeah. Um people get into that spooky season mood. Um I'm going to go on the record of saying that I am 100% spooky yes right after July 4th because honestly I'm with the second group of people in that. It's fucking hot, dude, and yeah. I'm I'm kind of over this 100%. However, there I mean, is a you're sp- not a glasses wearer, as far as I know. I've never seen you wear glasses. No. I don't know if you're a contacts man. Yeah. But I can tell you that no. walking out of a beautifully AC'd house 
into any moment of the summer, you are <laughs> temporarily blinded. Blind like you're just like, what is that? Your glasses fog. I've never seen anything fog as yeah. quickly as my glasses on a hot summer day when I step out of my house. See, like, what's the need of that? What is the need for that? Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like why, why is life designed that way? Yeah. Nobody it needs benefit this anybody. heat. Uh, no. We're both on the East Coast. Which is my favorite thing. Let me tell you something. As someone who talks yeah. to a lot of people on the West Coast, and they're like, oh, I could never live on the East Coast. I don't do well in the cold. It's like, motherfucker, you have one summer here. You will be dreaming of the cold for yep. six months. Yep. <laughs> like, it's just the summers, they're wet. It's a yeah, wet It's hot. gross. It's so gross. It's gr- so like, gross. It's, I don't understand any, but like, Here's what I'm going to tell you. Yeah. Anybody who lives in the general area that we live in, yeah. I'll say roughly New York down to like Virginia. Yeah. I'll take it. Who says that summer is their favorite holiday? One of two things teacher yeah. or have not grown up past looking forward to summer as a child because yeah. summer is. Actively the worst season that we get. Dude, 100%. 100%. And, like... Like, the only benefit of summer is, like, when you're a kid, you're dreaming of summer because it means no school for a couple months. I fall into that first category. Like, the, like, yeah, fuck yeah, summer vacation. But I'm also, like, could we, like, reorganize this a little bit? I would, I could dig a winter vacation. Yeah. (laughs) Like, 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 I'll go to school in the summer. You want to know why? Air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> I used to work at schools in the it. summer. It was great. Walking around yeah. an empty air conditioned building by myself, I was like, this is amazing. Like that would be that would be awesome. But I'm gonna I will. I'll go on the record as saying I'm one hundred percent spooky, yes, uh the day after July fourth. However, there's also a small community within that small community that get really pissed off when Christmas stuff starts coming out. Yeah. A little early. To which I say, you can't have it both ways. No. If you're going to start Halloween July 5th, let us start Christmas yep. November 1st. Yep. That's that's all I'm saying. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. Like, you can't get upset. And, I, and also, we, we will like, see people get upset about it. But here's the other thing. Like, and you and I have talked about this. You could have Halloween shit up in your house all year round, and people just be like, man, they really like horror. That's totally normal. Yeah. But, like, you have Christmas stuff up in your house all year wrong. People are like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, yep. theoretically, we get two full months to not be looked at as psychopaths for caring about Christmas time. It's like, true. Like, let us have it. Let us have those two months yeah. to, to really go all in on it. And, yeah. like, you and I have talked about this before. I probably watch... Less horror movies in October than any other month because it's like I watch so much horror already. Like I I almost get overwhelmed by this is like the one time it's like the one time that I feel like a punk rocker in the early 90s where I'm just like all these fucking posers yeah. just showing up out of the woodwork in October like, ooh, it's time that I can watch my horror movies. It's like motherfucker. Put that shit on whenever you want if you're a true yeah. horror fan. Yeah. Like my sister. You're a real horror fan. Yeah. My sisters are both like, ooh, horror's too scary. And then all of a sudden, like October rolls around, they're like, fuck yes, pumpkin spice lattes. I'm going to watch all the Halloween movies. Yeah. And it's like, 
You're like, just, I fucking bleed this. <laughs> you think this is a fucking costume? <laughs> I fucking live for Halloween, bro. My fucking blood is pumpkin spice. You Which is like, Terminator let's Terminator to it. You cut your arm off. And yeah. Like, <laughs> also, I'm going to throw this out there. Yeah. Hot take. I like pumpkin spice. No, no, no. My okay. hot take is going to be that as a person, we're both people without kids. Yes. Christmas is way better than Halloween oh, if you're a person without kids. You know what I mean? Oh, like, 100%, like the yeah. night of Halloween gives me very little to care yeah. about. Like yeah. it's yeah. I sit down and I watch old black and white horror movies and I hand out candy. You exactly. know what I mean? Like it's whatever. Christmas, I'm like, I'm seeing family, I'm getting presents, I'm ripping no. open presents, everyone's no. happy, we're eating a big ass meal. Like Christmas is so much better than Halloween. Unless yeah. I mean, and I think even if you have kids, Christmas is better than Halloween. Like yeah. Halloween is maybe the better month. Like yeah. like the weather's a little bit better. You have more of an excuse to like watch spooky stuff and hang yeah. out with friends. I like watching shit. But, so that's like that's, yeah. that's, and I think that's most of the I, I honestly think that's most of our friends. Because, yeah. I mean, if you, like, go down the list of, of the people that we know that are like, fuck yeah, Halloween, yes, spooky time, yes. Yeah, so they're doing living the this exact, already. They're doing <laughs> the same shit that they've yeah. been doing all year long. Yeah, most of our friends who are posting those memes are going to do the same thing on July 5th that they did on July 3rd. Like, like it's yeah. not. <laughs> like, like that on, on October 15th. They're gonna watch Halloween four, and you know what they did two days ago? They watched Halloween four. Like yeah, I, I they're, <laughs> they're doing the same exact shit. The only difference is, is that there's like haunts open on the weekends. Yeah, like that's a that is literally the only difference in in October. But yeah, I'm I'm 100% spooky season. Yes, because I just like looking forward to shit. I think that's something you and I have established. We do this. Like, I don't know about you, but like right now, uh, to to post date this episode just a little bit, I am firmly in Threads mania because yeah. I'm reminded of, and it's not like look, social media is a virus. Like you shouldn't have it. It's a bad idea, etc. Yes, I am aware. I am a big proponent of that for people's mental health. Yeah. But Threads launching is probably the closest I've come to feeling that same excitement. Of like signing up for MySpace or Facebook for the first really? time and just being like, everybody's here. This is awesome. Like, it's it's that cool manic moment before like the ads have rolled in and the bots have rolled in, where it's just like you log in and it's just all of the people that you like sharing opinions that you enjoy yeah. uh, before it gets bad. And like threads will get bad. Like let's yeah. let's oh, be very clear. Like we're all sitting here like. Hopefully Threads takes down Twitter and like, yes, but like, where are those angry Twitter people going to go when Twitter's gone? They're going to end up on, on Threads. I mean, everything eventually gets bad. I don't know, man. I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do it. I cannot start another one. Listen, I don't like supporting Twitter. I I don't. But everybody, I again, everybody I follow and, and like, it, it's. I think they're my, already moved to threads, scrolling. my dude. It's, it's 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 part of my doom scrolling. Like I know, but that's it, I need I need the non doom scrolling. You know what I well, see? But when that's I th- my thing. Is like I need if Twitter goes away, I don't need a happy version of Twitter. 
<laughs> I need nothing. Like, like if Twitter goes away, I'm done. This is my first thread, which I guess is what we're going to be saying now in, yeah. in a couple of years. My first thread was literally, and I truly mean this. I can't wait to see what this social media app can truly do during the next award show or live television event. Like that's okay. going to be like the make or break for me on thread. That's going to be the one. And I'm yeah. going to want your update. I, yeah. I need you to be like, like bro, you need to join thread, man. Like if I'm like scrolling through <laughs> while like the Emmys are on and it's yeah. just like banger joke after another, I'm going to be like, thank God. Thank yeah. God. You're like, I, Dylan, you got to come join me on the bright side. Yeah. Like, cause like, you know what it's like now. Like you don't even get that on Twitter. Like you're watching a live no. thing and you'll get the banger jokes, but then because you can't really filter stuff that great, it's just like all oh, these fucking psychopaths sucking the dick of the Hollywood elite. And it's like, I just want to make jokes about the Oscars, motherfucker. Leave me yeah. alone. <laughs> like, yeah. Or like the for you page. And you're like, well, how did, how did this get on my, yeah. like, yeah. What, this what broke exact- my algorithm? <laughs> yeah, exact. <laughs> Opposite, but you know who would probably break your algorithm? Willie, played by Billy Bob Thornton in the yeah, movie we're there talking we go. about this we week. We found we found a way in there. Bad Santa <laughs> Bad celebrating Santa. 20 years of existence. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's up, everybody? This is Brian here to tell you about our podcast, Bingetown TV. Our hosts include seven best friends with a love for all things television. We cover a range of genres with a focus on fantasy and sci-fi, but also dip our feet into drama, horror, comedy, and pretty much anything we think is good television. We use the traditional deep dive formula for new live shows that are released week to week, but our calling card is our Rooks and Vets and Pitchtown TV series. Rooks and Vets pairs two of our hosts that have seen a show with two of our hosts that have not seen a show. Pitchtown TV is when we have a special guest pitch us a show by having us watch the pilot and trying to convince us to watch the rest. If you're craving more content on some of your favorite TV shows, then you should listen to Bingetown TV. Find us on our website at bingetowntv.com, the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, or wherever else you may find your podcast. So 20 years, what's the exact date on that? I think the exact date is obviously closer to Christmas time. I want to say it was a November release. Okay. I thought you I I really thought that you're like, dude, we're going to talk Bad Santa 20 year anniversary and I was like, this movie came out in August? Like <laughs> or July? Uh November 26th. Nice. 2003. Um which also reminds me that my 20 year uh high school reunion is quickly approaching and that's sad. Here's the thing with this movie. Yeah, I feel like I've never quite landed on what I think about this movie. Yeah, Um, I own it, but that's not like the biggest seal of approval because I own a lot of shit. Um, I think that this movie really does an impressive job, impressive with a question mark in quotations of balancing really, really aggressive, offensive comedy with some genuinely heartfelt sweet moments yeah. in a way that does not make sense to me. Um, yeah. 
I do also applaud them to a certain extent. Like Willie, Willie is a truly unlikable character. Yeah, and they do not like try to sugarcoat that. You know and what I mean? I would like, argue at least, and we'll get into this. The version that I watched. Willie began as an unlikable character and ended as an unlikable character. Yeah, it wasn't. Like, like, like he, there was he got, no like. Yeah, and his, he saw his, the error of his ways. No, like, like his redemption, essentially at its core, is just that he gives a shit about one kid. Yeah, the you fact I mean? that like he kind of shows the kid like, "Hey, you should beat the shit out of these kids for bullying you," and then, "Oh, you didn't do it, so I'm just gonna do it." Like, yeah. <laughs> But even like everything kind of falls apart just trying to get him the pink elephant. You know what I mean? Like it's like yep. like yep. there are there are those sweet moments. I almost wish that the movie ended with Willie dying. Like I yeah. I think that him like surviving and writing a letter from jail is a little bit of a cop out. Yeah. Um, but I I mean the the movie when I think of when I think about this movie, I literally think of like when he's playing pinball with the underage girl. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, this character is so unlikable. Like he's so unlikable, and I don't think that he's had this, like, you know how like antiheroes constantly become like, pe- like I don't see people being like fucking Willie. He got it right. Like, yep. I think people unanimously agree. Like, yeah, the movie's kind of funny, but like he's a true asshole in that Dude, movie. If anything like. The most likable character in this movie is Tony Cox. Yeah. Like, like I know Tony Cox is kind of set up as our quote unquote villain at the end, but everything that he did, I'm like, I get it. Like, like when he's holding Willie at gunpoint, just being like, you're a monster and you fuck up everything. Yeah. Like, Like, if, 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 fact, (laughs) listen, like, it's well established that they are criminals. Like, Tony Cox's character takes this shit very seriously. He's like, we need to get in. We need to get out. He also seems to have some form of moral compass. Yeah. To a certain extent anyway. Yeah. Like he's telling them like, don't cuss in front of the kids. Like, like we need to, we're playing these parts. Like there, there's some form of something's working in his mind. That's not working in Willie's mind. At all. And that is how to carry yourself as a human being. Um, Dude, I watched a cut of this that was 89 minutes long. Um, From what I've heard, you watched a cut of it that was 100 minutes long. There's a 93-minute cut of this movie. Um, Since when the fuck did Bad Santa become Nightbreed and Blade Runner? Yeah, it's... (laughs) Well, the thing that I think is the most interesting, and I've only heard this a few times, yeah. like a scenario like this, is you have the unrated version. Yes. You have the theatrical version. Yep. And then the shortest version is the director's cut. Yep. Um, something similar to that, uh, you and I texted ver- ever so briefly about this, was Club yeah. Dread. Yeah. Um, the director of Club Dread has actively said... The the theatric cut is the director's cut. Like yeah, the yeah, unrated yeah, yeah. version of that movie is not director approved. Yeah. I'm sure that that's the same thing with the unrated Bad Santa, where they're just like, because you remember there was this period when DVD Everything became a thing. Had an unrated. Cut. Oh my god! In like 2000, they were just like, here's 20 minutes of bullshit that we're gonna just throw into the yeah. movie and release. Thankfully, I feel like most of that has gone 
away. Yeah, again. if there's a different cut, there's a reason for it usually. Like yeah, like it, a producer came in and cut it or a director actually cut it and was like I didn't like the way it turned out. Uh I will say that the director Zwig Zwigoff um went and said like no, that 89 minute cut that I made that is the version of the movie that that I like. Apparently it it omits uh, the boxing scene um, and random shit. The the and no, the he, whole he pulled out the entire score and replaced it with classical music, which yeah. I think is interesting. Yeah, and um, pretty much everything that had um, Willie kind of training the boy or like mm-hmm. showing him like that all of that shit is gone, all of it. So like, he didn't it, want there to be anything really there except for him giving a shit about the kid yeah. getting his Christmas gift. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I will say, as somebody who loves a quick in and out, 89 minutes. Not bad. Nailed yeah. it. I was perfectly fine with it. This is a movie that I did watch a lot as a kid, and I watched the Batter Santa version, Santa version as a kid, the 100-minute one. I was always of the mindset of, like, all my friends liked it because they're like, oh, it's a Christmas movie that says fuck. Yeah. Like I mean, yeah, I think that that's wow, like the crazy. main appeal of it, right? Like I it's funny the director's cut I think omits one of the only jokes that I really truly love in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Um which is the very beginning when he's sitting at the bar after their first heist and yeah. he makes a comment where like Tony Cox is like this time next year you're going to be calling me up cuz you're going to blow all of this money and he's like no I'm not. I'm going to yep. escape to a resort. Yep. I'm going to be the bartender at that resort. And then it like cuts to like 10 months later and he's like behind the bar and he's making a drink. And then the bartender comes around the corner. And he's like, I told you not to come back. Yeah. Like, the director's <laughs> cut does cut that. Out. I remember that shit. Yeah. When I was a kid it's too. a great joke. It is. It's, a, it is. it's a, such a good joke. Uh, and I saw that when I was scrolling through the IMDb list of all the things that they cut. I'm like, oh, why would you cut that? That's a great, yeah. that's a great bit. This isn't <laughs> a movie I'm going to watch every year, man. And no. It, it's, it, it hasn't. I feel like when I was younger, I always tried to fit it in. Us watching this was the first time I think I put my, physically put my DVD into a DVD player. Yeah. Every time for probably the last decade that I've watched this movie, it's been at someone else's house around christmas time and they're like "Ooh, let's put on bad like it's like my i have friends who it's like "Ooh, we're gonna watch some christmas movies and like when i hear "Ooh, we're gonna watch some christmas movies i'm like fuck yeah let's watch a miracle on 34th street let's pop on the shop around the corner uh their version is like we're gonna watch krampus and then we're gonna watch scrooge and then we're gonna watch bad santa and then we're gonna watch die hard one and two and then we're gonna follow it up with you know, and it's just like, like oh, you're doing like the edgy, yeah. yeah the, this is the, the edgy the Christmas get together, Christmas, yeah, if you will. Yeah. I mean, I will say it's not even and, that it's, I and I'm fine with those movies, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, after I've watched four black and white Christmas movies, I'm like, yeah, maybe it's time to pepper in some Die Hard Hell because yeah. like, but yeah, when you're sitting there, and you're like all day. All the horror movies that you're, all the Christmas movies that you said, what? This is a Christmas movie. This is an R-rated movie. <laughs> like, but I would argue that not even like, it's not that I don't like it because it's a vulgar Christmas movie. I love The Night Before. I think yeah. that is a a phenomenal movie. It's got I think the edge moments. of 2003 has just so fallen apart yeah, in 20 years, and I just don't think it's funny. 
Like, I just no. don't think it's funny. I just, I don't need to watch 90 minutes of Billy Bob Thornton getting shit on in a Santa costume. Um, getting puked on in a Santa costume. Pissing his pants in a Santa costume. Like, I felt like the whole joke was just, it's drunk Santa. You get it? He's an asshole. And he's going to be an asshole this entire movie. And for some odd reason, uh, Lauren Graham's going to fall in love with him because yeah, that is a thing that is never explained. Like there's, there's that, like the movie doesn't make any sense at all. (laughs) No, it's, it's definitely (sighs) because even not Santa version, I'm, I'm going to put this on the record. Angelina Jolie. I don't get it, man. Billy Bob Thornton, not a great looking dude. No, like, I don't. I don't understand like this character, who Lauren Graham, gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous lady. stunning. There's no way. There's no way. This piss drunk. He's still wearing the piss pants. I think. Yeah, he's he's. <laughs> they make. I I feel like they make him almost comically bad. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's like this dude is like he is a man that cannot function. Yeah. as a human in society like like it's yeah. not just like oh he's a douchebag like i i i understand why in 2004 2000 that's probably when i first watched this i watched this in college early college yeah. totally understand why in 2004 we were like fuck yeah this is the best like yeah but not all of those movies work you know what i mean like no. look and this is coming from a dude who defends the american pie movies Almost too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like to the point where people might think a specific way about me. But I think that some of those movies, the jokes still aged well, even if the the political correctness surrounding it has not this one, the jokes just didn't age with the so, like it's it feels way more offensive for the sake of being offensive. Yeah. And like Anytime that you, anytime that the joke of the movie is, isn't this so offensive? You know that it's not going to age. It's, it's yeah. the same thing with comparatively a movie that I think is astronomically better than Bad Santa in every yeah. way. Watching the first Borat after the first viewing is always diminishing returns because so much of what made that movie enjoyable was the shock of I can't believe this is happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like, that's kind of the same thing with Bad Santa. Like, it's shocking the first time you see it yeah. because it is, like, this is not, I guess that's what I was trying to say with, like, him playing pinball is there's a way that you make this movie and you still play it kind of safe. But it is, like, shocking how far they go yeah. to establish how much of a piece of shit Willie is. And I think the difference is you brought up the American Pie movies. I think that a lot of that shit works because underlying is the the story of these four friends who uh, even the one that's the most dickish stifler like they all still care about each other like they all still love each other where i would argue again that this movie ends with yeah he made sure the kid got a pink elephant but to be fair he's still kind of a prick like he's still an asshole he was an asshole the entire movie he didn't change at all Change like, nothing. He yeah. yeah, it's it it's a it's definitely a movie that hasn't aged beautifully at all. This is like one you know, we talk about like the every year watches, even the every other year watches. Yeah. 
this is definitely falling into a category of like maybe every five years I'll be like, I wonder if bad Santa holds up. You know what I mean? Like it's like, and even then it's like a curiosity watch or like I said, I'm at someone's house and they pop it on. Like those are the only times that it gets watched. It's not like, it's definitely not like something like it's a wonderful life or even home alone one and two where I feel like I need to sit down and watch this movie during December or I will feel like I have failed at my Christmas celebration. You know what I mean? Like my Christmas is not made or broken by if I watched bad Santa this year. So the movie does kind of take off in a big way, uh, especially with the kid, like the, the, I I mean, that actor is fantastic. Exactly. Where it got popular was the kid and the kid did, like kind of go off and 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 make his own shit he was like he was basically the it kid or the stranger things kids of that time like you would just see him start popping up into like random sequels he was in the sandlot sequel uh there apparently was a like mike sequel that he popped up in um he was in trick-or-treat but they come back uh 13 years later and they make bad santa 2 which I have never seen. Can you give I me I haven't a... either, and I hear that okay. it is bad. Like, Yeah. So I can't even imagine because I don't like the movie that everyone said is good. So... Let me <laughs> so see. What is, I can't what is imagine I would like two? the movie that everyone says is bad. So they did get Billy Bob Thornton back, which is mind-blowing to me. Yeah, and Tony they got Cox. Tony Cox back, and, and Kathy right. Bates is in this, too. Okay, so they've got a very written out plot here. Um, yeah, Octavia Spencer comes back. Yeah, it features criminals Willie and Marcus again teaming up to work as Santa and Elf, respectively. This time to rob a Chicago charity on Christmas Eve. Lovely. <laughs> so, so I think that if anything, that makes me want like dislike this movie more. Yeah, because it completely <laughs> negates everything. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, any growth that he had is gone. Um, and Tony Cox and his wife murdered a man. <laughs> yeah. Also, flip side is, uh, in contrast to the original film, it received generally negative reviews and grossed $24 million worldwide against its $26 million budget. Less than a third of its original film's $76.5 million run, making it a box office bomb. So, I don't think... That we'll be getting a bad Santa three at oh, this point God. in time, especially because what they forced this kid to do is really unhealthy. He had lost a bunch of weight, and apparently to gain back, and he gained more than forty pounds of weight back. He would consume smoked meat sandwiches in Montreal while they were filming. <sighs> this poor kid, like. It's not worth it, man. I guess in his mind, he thought, this is it. This is my comeback special. Like, he is one rap career away from being Dig Farsh. Farsh yeah. That kid from Halloween. The Halloween yeah. remake. Because <laughs> that kid did the same thing. He like did that. He popped up in, what, Hancock. And then he started making rap music. <laughs> and well, being really weird with his mother. Well, Dylan... Yeah, I think that you're a very good Santa, Aww. and I like you being my good Santa. <laughs> you're the bestest Santa. Whoa, oh, whoa, oh, oh, now we won't stop till the big ball drops on New Year's. Ha, 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 
You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 